them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too I promise there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. On today's episode, we are, uh, we got some nerd news. We're talking about a league of their own. Yeah. We're going to get, uh, I'm going to give you a little Akon wrap up. And we have a mail sack. Uh, but hey, Wendy. Hey, Kat. Do you have a question for me? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, I was wondering, do yes. you have a day that you could share with us so that we can enjoy our week? You know, let me tell you, it's a weird week of days, honestly. Let's just jump to the 24th. It's National mm. Waffle Day. I like a good waffle. Mm, me too. You know, waffle, a little ice cream. Oh, Makes okay. Time. Well. <laughs> that would be especially celebrated in Pawnee, Indiana with Leslie Nope. That's her what, favorite. Waffles? Waffles. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Great. Okay. Fun All fact. Right. I love it. I'm going to make a leap over to the 26th because I think it's a day everyone can appreciate. National Dog Day. Mm. Didn't we like just have, I feel like every week there's some kind of, it's called it like be. Dog Day or Puppy, puppy Day, day or day. Walk, <laughs> Adopted Dog Day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not complaining, but it's like every time. Big Dog is just hitting us over the head. Yeah. Also, big, big, the, the big dog market. Yeah. When you said week of days, it made me think, what a fun like game show that would be. Sounds like a like a fun game show. I don't know what mm. you do on week of days, mm. but welcome to week of days. days. Ooh, what could we mm. play with week of know. days? I'll week think on it. Day. I'll think on it. Okay. Okay. Let me just jump to the twenty eighth here because there's a lot going on. Mm. First of all, let me start with the sad one. Oh. Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day. Oh my so God! So we remember our babies. Oh God! Okay, but I'm gonna lighten it up. But just to acknowledge, uh, 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 all right. Look, I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back around. Here we go. It's also, <laughs> fittingly, it's also National Red Wine Day. So bring oh. away the the memories. <laughs> Not a coincidence. Um, National Bowtie Day, for you know Joey maybe. Okay. Okay. If you, if the bowtie thing. Okay. But keep Tara, going. <laughs> Tara, this one's for you. National Power Rangers Day. Oh, that's fun. See, I brought it around. That's fun. (laughs) Hey, the pub is coming along. I put up some shelves. Sweet. And I got my covers for all of my art. I bought the the, uh, acrylic covers because I didn't want to just put them up on the wall. I'm like, oh, my God, if people are drinking in there, I'm going to be spend a lot of money on that stuff. I love it. And I don't. Right. It gets freaking turned up in there. It's crazy. People just like throw in, like gets real crazy around the foosball table. These huge (laughs) ragers I'm going to be having. Uh You know, I'd hate for also I'm like, oh, kind of a fire hazard to just have a bunch of paper covering your walls. Kindling Um, on your walls. Yeah. Um, I also realized that in my house, there's only one smoke detector. So I have alerted. That's illegal, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I have alerted. The, the leasing company and they are coming right over on Monday to take okay, care of that. Good. Oh my gosh. This my is tiny where the apartment has three. This is where the, the escalation because I was like, okay, I, I need to, I'm going to put all those on the wall. And I'm like, oh no, that's a fire hazard. I'm like, oh, there's not a, even a smoke detector in this room. And then I started looking. I was like, 
There's not a smoke detector in any room. I've lived here four months in the death trap. Where is the There's one? One in the hallway in the back oh. outside the three bedrooms. Oh, boy. And one in the garage. And not even in the kitchen? Not the, the fireplace? not one in the kitchen. There's not one in any of the bedrooms. There's not one in any of the, the main rooms. Do you have a carbon dioxide? Um, no. Carbon monoxide? One is a, uh, it's a smoke detector. It's not carbon monoxide. all over this carbon monoxide. I could be. <laughs> Talk about a death trap. They're going to be putting me over the rainbow bridge pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never forget you, Tara. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I told the guy, he's really nice. He's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> That's an oversight. You never want the company to be like, oh, no. Yeah. Not good, Tara. Uh, yeah. So they're coming on Monday. <laughs> I just have to make it till then. So, yeah. Be very I forgot, Oh, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that because I put my shelves up in my pub. And on it, I, I'm now displaying my Power Rangers uh, morpher right, and users. all my power coins. That's mm. fun. Power coins. Mm -hmm. Just please be very careful <clears throat> until <Yeah>. Monday. Okay. <laughs> I will. I don't will. Co don't cook anything. Only fires in the hallway. <laughs> there's going to be one. If you're going to light a fire, <laughs> do it in the hallway. Keep it in the hallway. <sighs> <laughs> well, listen, next next weekend is a pretty big couple of days there, Wendy, as I. <laughs> I see your roommate cross behind you. Well, oh my god, she's carrying, carrying Gizmo. Where is she taking that? Cat? That was so funny. Gizmo. No way. Can we get a grab of that, please, later? And where is that. she taking that cat? Carry away like from this. the kids. She's cat lover. Oh, Gizmo's it? annoying. Cat. You need me to lock up Gizmo. Gizmo's being annoying. That's Gizmo. Hilarious. By the way, Charlie's here, and she's like, "Why are you guys talking about Rainbow Bridges? Oh, what does Charlie, that mean?" Don't listen. Wait, I thought it was International Dog Day, you, Charlie. Then why Charlie. you got to talk about Rainbow no, Bridges? I'm Charlie. just saying, acknowledge the babies who have passed. I don't know why she brought a Rainbow Bridge. Charlie, keep bringing it up. <laughs> anyway, next weekend, guys, big big couple of days. It's Clexicon. Yeah. Right. And we can officially announce that two out of three snoppers will be moderating at the con. <laughs> yeah, Wendy I'm had an option too, and she did not want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not a moderator type. I like. I prefer to let you guys do that. I'll just walk around with a snop shirt and hand out bracelets. Fantastic. Are you going to come you, watch our panels? Maybe. Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> I did watch your uh, ADE con panel oh, thank yesterday, Cat. But think? it sucks because he can't hear you. I know. It's like, oh, I, what? I, yeah, because her mic wasn't recorded with the guest. I mean, the, the guests were fine. I watched the sisters panel. Yeah. And uh, it was like, and then, you know, somebody <laughs> would have these fun answers and it would go back to cat. <laughs> yeah, you got to turn it up really loud and then right, turn it back down before they talk. Cause it <laughs> you know, it was on, really right. Out. It was on my uh, iPad, so it was a little hard to, <laughs> to go back and forth. Yeah, they didn't wire them. There was a, four, a fifth mic. There's only four wired mics, and the fifth mic uh, was wireless, so it was only getting picked up from the PA speakers. doesn't matter. What matters mm -hmm. is, <laughs> so the next panel, my last panel is still, we're still waiting for it to come out. It's the... Um, the bad girls panel. Uh, and that's really fun because Emily Anderson, and I kind of get into a little bit. We have a, dis we have a disagreement. <laughs> um, 
but back to Klexicon. So yeah, hopefully we'll have some snob tarts there and we can say hello and you can come watch our panel. Tara, tell us about your panel. Uh, well, I am going to be talking with Cameron Grimes and Brock Powell. Um, it's going to be on Saturday at 4 p.m. And I'm very excited. And Cameron Grimes, if you aren't familiar, she is one half of Tariah, who is, they're on Young and the Restless, um, Mariah and Tessa. And they just had the first lesbian wedding on Young and the Restless hey. a few months ago. Um, and they have been a couple on the show for quite some time. Um, so Kate Fairbanks plays the other half, Tessa. Nice. Uh, so just chatting with Cameron about, you know, everything that it has meant to her to be on the show. And, you know, we're just going to have a good time. And, you know, my first time moderating. So I'm really excited. You're going to be great. You're going to have a good time. Thanks. We're going to be uh, here to so, support you. So I'm going to need at least, yeah, one or two people in the audience that laugh at all my jokes. <laughs> clap really no, loud. No problem. And then I want you guys to yell out from the audience. Great question. <laughs> really, really well thought out question. <laughs> I can do that. I'll do okay. that. You can tell she did her research. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How in depth. <laughs> You really know the character. <laughs> How does she do it? Um, we can do that for you. No problem. My panel is on Sunday at 11 a.m. It's with Katie Cassidy oh. uh, from from all the Arrow shows, basically. <laughs> she's she's the been... Black Canary. Uh, yes, exactly. Black Canary. And then there's another Canary. There's all these Canaries. There's, <laughs> she's the <laughs> she, whole family. She died. She came <laughs> back. It's a whole thing. Um mm. Super exciting. I can't wait to meet her. I'm definitely going to invite her on the podcast. <laughs> As you should. And, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully we get some soft tarts in those seats for these panels because, boy, does it feel good when there's more than five people mm-hmm. in the audience. Um, yeah, there'll at least be two. I'm sure, sure you'll get plenty. <laughs> That's less than five. <laughs> you already, Don't you worry, already guys. At least two. Trying to... You're good. <laughs> it's no, you'll have to downgraded. You'll have a big audience. Uh, yeah, Curiosity. Thank you. Yeah. I think people are gonna be planting themselves in there all day in the, the panel room for all the you know, Yeah, Sunday's like the the big universe people. It? It's like one after the other. Yeah. yeah. Oh good. Okay. All the way to the end of the last panel of the day is our friend Katrina Law. Friend of Snap. Yes. Snap. I kinda secretly wanted to get Katrina Law's panel, yeah. but uh listen, Katie Cassidy is is nothing to slouch out. So mm-hmm. I'll try not to slot. Hey, to Katrina slot. Law, I don't think, I don't know if she probably didn't remember this, but she said she'd help me pick up women at the bar. So <gasps> maybe you did. should ask that question. I mean, if you see her backstage, yeah, just a reminder of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll say Tara's I, here. It might have slipped her mind. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reminder. <laughs> uh, the, well, there is a, <clears throat> there's a way to ask um, for, for attendees to ask questions or to submit questions mm-hmm. maybe you should submit that question there you go. yeah oh my Katrina god Law. maybe i will yeah oh maybe i will yeah. and we should actually we should maybe i'm gonna preface it that we had talked to her before and that <laughs> yeah you know this is weird yeah this is a callback that's right um maybe it's actually snop- really clever if you think about it <laughs> not really, weird i mean just really think about it <laughs> that's a great question yeah um we should uh our snop account let's um let's post that questionnaire uh submission thing because yeah. i would love some questions from the yeah old, you can uh, also wherever you are you can attend virtually you can attend this 
convention virtually. So you That's can right. see the panels. So even if you aren't going, um, I'm going to say it's like, quote unquote me, like 65 or something a day for the virtual. Mm. Um, but you can go, if you go to Clexicon's Twitter page or website, uh, you can read about how you can get vir- virtual ticket too. So, you know, if you want to go virtually, you can submit that form too. Awesome. Love it. And then I think next year, I think, I think we should just pitch a panel. I think Snop yeah. should pitch a panel and mm-hmm. uh, we can all do one together. Let's do it. Maybe, maybe have get, some special guests or something. Yeah, we get maybe convince Keanu Teresa to fly out. Ooh. <laughs> hey, all right. All on right. her dime. On her dime. Yeah. <laughs> we can't We're speak not, for the convention. Uh, hey guys, let's jump in the old mail sack. It can't, you can't really call it a mail sack. It's more of an AK sack. Let's jump into the old AK sack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a helper joining me to read and calm him down Very as good. well. Is that good? All right. Yeah. He's always in the way, uh, as you saw earlier. Um, all right. From AK, email number one. Oh my. So wait, are you telling me that there's a licorice that doesn't taste vile? Licorice minus no. the... Aniseed awfulness? Is it actually worth eating? I mean, compared with like strawberry laces, trash candy, or hairbo, (laughs) also trash candy. No, it's not trash candy. Or a Twix. These are important questions of our time. Awesome work with your interview, kids. I laughed out loud over and again. You all sounded like you were having too much fun. Man, Kiana, Kiana comes across as such a total sweetheart. I really hope she has an awesome time at Fan Fusion. It sounds like it'll be a real blast. Her excitement was so endearing. I love hearing celebs being so into it. I can't imagine what it would be like for your first con to be as one of the panelists, but I imagine that must happen to people all the time. It must be a bit of a shock. And so close after her first pride, too. So sweet hearing her talk about that. You never forget your first pride, right? Where were yours? Oh. I've never done a con, but I imagine you don't forget your first of those either. Did you tell us which were all of yours? I feel like they were probably Xena related, but it's <laughs> but it's that, right? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to yuck your yum. Best phrase. <laughs> Love it. Google enlightened me about these Easter things you spoke of. Peeps, oh. they seem er festive. Mm. I'll stick to the lint chocolate bunnies myself. Oh. AK, you've never had a peep? You got to find a peep and tell us how that goes. Do they have sure. peeps over there? I don't probably know. Not. I don't think. Mail some peeps. I don't really? think the British put up they with trash candy. It. Really? Peeps <laughs> seem like a worldwide phenomenon. They maybe. Be. <laughs> uh, maybe the I- maybe the the bird peep bird just looks a little more distinguished or dignified. Mm. You know, mm. the English version. Fair. It's got like a little bow tie on. Yeah, a little bow. Oh, little how hat, cute. Top hat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, AK goes on, Neapolitan ice cream, trash, delicious childhood trash. (laughs) Dare you. Here's where AK and I separate though. Uh, no, I love Neapolitan, but AK says, but I'd be happier without the chocolate bit. That's the best part. Anyway, chocolate ice cream is never not a disappointment. Why does it never, ever taste remotely, even remotely of chocolate? The only Mm. exception to that rule was, oh Lord, La Sorbetteria in Bologna. Bologna. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bologna. Bologna. That blew my tiny mind. Will I think it's uh, baloney. <laughs> okay. Baloney, Italy. Baloney. Everybody knows where uh, baloney, Italy is. <laughs> that blew my tiny mind and will live forever in my memory as the best ice cream on the face of the earth, bar none. Wow. I had no idea ice cream could be that good. Splendid at my little snopplings. Thanks for sharing. 8K. I like Neapolitan because I, I think a lot of it's the childhood memories of eating Neapolitan. But chocolate, I try to save to last because I do. Like, I'm so not picky though with chocolate. Just 
give me any kind of chocolate. I don't care. Trash candy, not trash candy, whatever. I'll eat it all. Of it. I like a I like a Neapolitan uh, ice cream sandwich. Mm. Delightful. Delightful. Neapolitan, like inside the cookie sandwich is the Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, it's like an ice cream sandwich with Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, I've never seen one of those. Oh, well, maybe oh. We'll, we'll get some. I sounds really good right now. We still have Suze's candy here that we have to do a taste test. I know. We got to plan oh, that. We still have time. Keds. We need licorice. to get together again. Hmm. We have the Dolly Parton cake. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So much food on our We have horizon. a lot. We have a lot. Uh, let's answer uh, AK's question. Right. Uh, what were y'all's first Pride Pride events? I know it was Dallas, like back in the mm. neighborhood of Dallas. My, yeah, mine too. Oklahoma. Okay, That's, they have a great mine neighborhood might have been in Dallas. With you. I don't even remember their yeah. neighborhood to me. Well, you know, West Hollywood is its own thing, but they have a really great neighborhood, and it includes an enormous two-story lesbian bar. So that already surpasses called Sue Ellen's. Dallas oh, has yeah. a, it's Sue Ellen's is amazing, um, and it was doing so well. They moved from one end of the strip there. Uh, to a bigger location Amazing. down, you know. Yeah, the first like, one, the first two wells wasn't two stories, but they had a great patio. And yeah. you could just watch everything. And that's where we would gather for Xena watchings back in the day. We nice. would go to Suellens and they'd put it on their big screen TV. And I remember there, we went once and there were some people like almost like watching Xena, whatever is this. And it was that episode with like where they get all kind of possessed and Xena and Gabrielle do that sexy dance. And mm-hmm. it's like, then they start paying attention. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that was fun. Our Xena gathering gatherings back in the day was a lot of fun i distinctly watching i don't remember it must have been like maybe 2006 ish around there but i remember going and what and Lu- loopy um valdez uh friend of me friend of now wendy's friend who was <laughs> the first i mean, might have mentioned it on this podcast dallas is more progressive than you think uh, dallas had the first elected openly lesbian sheriff so loopy was the lesbian sheriff Hispanic of Dallas? Yeah, yes, Dallas County, openly lesbian, um, Hispanic, Amazing. for quite yeah. a while. And so she was like uh, the, per, you know, in the back. Of, what do they call those people in the back of the car? Grand Marshal kind of. Yes, person. the Grand Marshal oh. so yeah. of the parade. The yeah, That's so very Loopy's, cool. Loopy's great. Loopy's one of those people that, like, I whenever I would be with her, like, go to lunch or something. Um, I, I people would come up and say. I remember like some older white men would come up and say, you know, like. Loopy, I always vote Republican, but but I vote for you. Aww. And she was so good with people. She was she is like the most like straightforward, honest, just, you know, wanting to help people and do the right thing kind of person. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She ran for governor last time mm-hmm. against Greg Abbott and lost. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, she's I love Loopy. She's fantastic. I don't know how we're friends. I don't know, but I'll take it. <laughs> she's a fan. Yeah. Um, my first part event was in Simi Valley, California. Whoa. Uh, there was eight people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was it a I'm just shocked they had one at all. When was this? Yeah, it didn't last long. <laughs> I think what? it was the only one. It was a pride event? Like, what, what it was just like, did you know, you, all eight of you do? Well, there was like, you know, it's on a field. There's like some beer and some music and people Wait, so it was like stuff. a picnic? Yeah, kind of. How old were you? When was this? I was probably 18 or 19. Wow. I mean, Simi Valley, do they even have anything now? No, wow. I don't think so. I mean, I think they have a they have a Cajun food festival. <laughs> That's is it the first? Like you're not aware. Simi Valley is known for being it's in northern LA County ish. It's, it's yeah, it's Ventura County. It's been, almost it's a, fin- it, 
Is it Ventura County? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a very conservative area. Yeah. Conservative. Was it their first and last part of it? I think it was, yeah. <laughs> they shut that down right away. <laughs> nope, right. can't let those eight gays gather on in that field. Get a scat. Scat. <laughs> We're going to shoot a gun up in the air. Get out. Y'all get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about your first convention? Very beautiful place. But it's really fine. great hiking. Yeah, the Ronald Reagan Library is there. You can go see Air Force One. Yeah. Oh. Lovely. I want to go see that. I, really do. I do too, actually. I mean, what happened? Did you guys just hang out? Like, yeah, you know, it was just like a, it, was a, it was just a very small like festival. So there's like some bands okay. playing. Were there literally more than eight? There were there more were than more than eight people. Okay, all right. I but literally it was not... thought eight people showed up. <laughs> no, it felt yeah, like I eight really people. thought there was only eight. <laughs> I know. So you can't call that a festival. No, there was all right, a so there hundred, were bands. A couple hundred people. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was a couple hundred people. Well, that's good. <laughs> It was fine. It's fine. Um, moving on. What is your what was your first conventions? Uh, well, my first like I remember going to an X Files creation convention back mm. early to late nineteen nineties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. early two thousand. I can't remember. Back at, no early nineteen nineties. I guess it would have been or mid probably mid nineteen Yeah, mid when I moved back to Dallas, they had a creation mm. event. And I went to that, but before that, I remember going to a, my first sci-fi con that I remember going to was, I don't even know what year, well before that, but it was somewhere in Dallas. And I remember getting David Prowse's autograph, Darth Whoa. Vader, for $5. That's amazing. And I remember going thinking, these people don't look weird. They just look like me. They just look <laughs> Star Wars. And that's the first con I remember. Dad went with me. And I just remember thinking it was so fun and meeting Darth Vader. And, and then, of course, now you can't get anybody's autograph for $5. But yeah, exactly. back then you could get Darth Vader's. And that was before cons were even a big thing. Like, I don't even remember who put it on. But it may mm-hmm. have been the same group that still does Dallas cons. They just grew. But hmm. that's the first one I remember. That's fun. Tara? Um, I know I had been to some general sci-fi convention. I can't remember which one, though. Um, it was probably also in Texas when I was younger. Uh, but the first definitely or like organized one where I deliberately went for a show was Xena for sure. Cool. 2005. Okay. Uh, Wendy, much like you, my first convention was a X-Files convention. Ah, oh. Was it a creation? I don't remember. I guess it must have been, right? I remember they had one that was not creation, but it was later. And I remember they had it like in an air. I know they had it in Dallas in an airplane hangar. Was it that one? So no, I, think that, that was I went group. to that one in LA. Okay. So they went, mm. it was like in Tustin in those big, huge yeah. airline airplane mm-hmm. hangars. But this Wait, one was. In, so they are two different spaces. They use big airplane hangars. It was, they must've been t- like, it must've been like the airplane hangar tour because oh, that's, it was that's like cool. this cool thing. That's it was really cool. Neat. But the first one I went to was in Burbank. It must have been creation because I feel like it was at the Marriott. Yeah, they and were doing pretty, them back then. Pretty low key. There's no uh, no airplane hangers, but um, I got to meet a bunch of people like mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Lee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he. I met him there. Um, Smoke uh, Smoky Man. I think was met the one. Him. I went there in Austin. Uh, Mitch Pileggi was it one? Mitch as well, Aww. and um, the guy who played Clyde Bruckman, who is no longer with us. I forget Aww. his name. Peter Boyle. Peter, wow, that's cool. Um, so that was fun. That was my first Definitely ever. Definitely no David and Jillian. They weren't no. doing those. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think, I feel like Jillian may have gone to the airplane hangar one, but she didn't sign her. I feel like she, she may not have. I just mm. feel like she might have been there, but just talk, like talking, not yeah. signing or anything. Did um, you do that? Like you could sit down at Mulder's desk and take pictures? I don't there. remember. Oh, maybe. Don't I don't remember. I just remember going. I, I honestly don't remember a lot about it. Got it. All right. 
Well, there you go, AK. We've uh, we've answered your questions. <laughs> you know, and this convention I really want to go to. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, it's a Stargate convention. I really want to oh. go to a Stargate convention. I've never been. Are those Shockingly, the, I have. Do they, they have do still? Yeah, they have GateCon in it's in Vancouver. Oh, I'm still hoping, and a lot of fans are hoping that they're going to reboot it again and do another one. I'm shocked that they haven't already with everything going on. But nice. looks like it's going on uh, a couple weeks, so maybe we should get. A yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Get on that. Um, we have another email from AK. Oh yeah, that's me. Okay. Uh, so AK says, uh, new member of the SNAP. And uh, starts off with, Charlie, Charbaka, hooray, fabulous. Look at her little face. So true. She's so cute. She's right. She's over here. Oh, no, she left me. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I decided to wait and email you after the next SNAP episode drops, so you only have one email to read. <laughs> Whoops. Well, here we go. To avoid the usual confusion. That's fine. But I can't not email you after an episode. It feels wrong. It does. It would feel very wrong. I would feel a little empty inside if I didn't get an email from AK. So I thought I'd do you a short one that even Kat wouldn't (laughs) mind reading out if necessary. Another great show. Thanks, guys. You're the best. I'll catch you later. AK. Thanks, AK. Thanks, AK. Well... We got some. We got some uh, snail mail. What is actually hand delivered? Interesting. While I was in Toronto, oh, Canada. I got to hang out with listener and friend of the pod, Kelly. Oh, hey, Kelly. Kelly handed this off to me. She's like, "Here, have some mail." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> so here it is. I smuggled it back. It's a baby. Yoda. Oh it says, my god, so cute. You. And you open it up, and there's a baby Yoda inside. Oh, adorable. It's like a pop-up, oh, like a pop-up my. card. It's a pop-up card, and there's a bunch of stickers in here. What? And then you pull this out, and there's a, there's a thing. Secret compartment. Oh. It says, hi, all. Here's a bit of snail mail with some goodies. You guys are the best. Snap you later. Kelly. Thanks, and Kelly. Kelly gave us a bunch of cool stickers. There's some Winona. Nice. Herb Sisters. And... Oh. Some other crew members. <laughs> These are great. Oh, oh, cool. Angel, ooh, Dark Angel, Waverly, Dark Angel. smoking a cig. Oh, this is interesting. Here's Lilo. Oh, no, sorry, Aww. Stitch Aww. and Baby Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda and Stitch. Cute. Cute. Some other stuff, too. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly and I get to hang out. It was nice. It was nice to, nice to actually... Uh, Get to sit down and talk to people that you only know online. I hope we get to get some more at uh, Clexicon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's a good segue to Acon. Hey. <sighs> so spill it. What a what a weekend! Uh, I flew in on early Thursday morning. I had work on Thursday remotely from the hotel room because I had a bunch of stupid Boo. meetings from work. But uh, I was able to join up with the crew um, that evening. And so, you know, the auction happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Alex, who lives in Calgary, was essentially our prop mule. Mm-hmm. So she went, she picked up everybody's everybody's auction items. And so oh, we wow. had a, like a, the, the great prop swap of 2022. 
And we all piled into a room and Noe had got some really cool stuff. I don't know if I should be telling what people got. Noe got some cool stuff. Anne from the Why Not podcast got some really cool stuff. And some others as well. And I got some stuff too. Do you want to see what, what? I got? Yes. <gasps> Man, we should have done this in person. You didn't. <laughs> I, oh, I did. Oh, no. I think. Okay. Oh, boy. So I can't wait. Ma'am, why didn't you invite us over for this weekend? <coughs> oh, we can yeah. play with these later. Okay. So this is this is, this is is rubber. It looks very real. So this is a switchblade. Oh, it does look real. And it's uh, it's the one that, that Winona, Winona pulls on Champ in the pilot oh. on the bed. Super dope. Very cool. This other one is... <laughs> it's the scissor thing <laughs> for a one that why not uh, she like picks up and kind of fucks with so i actually got this signed by melanie scrifana nice oh that's cool when she when you know I, I took it out and i had to get it cleared from security because they <laughs> yeah. said like you know if it looks like a weapon wow so i took it to security and they 20 minutes later, they're like, Is yeah, it okay. rubber too? It is. Okay. Okay. The panel wow. is wood, which is kind of crazy. Huh. But the, the, the scissors are, in yeah. fact, rubber. Because they could have easily just made the wood like mm. a. Agreed. You know, kind of <laughs> Maybe because it just, then you have like a little bit of heft to it. It looks like yeah. it's a real thing. Girth. So there's some girth. Uh, and Melanie signed it. Did you scissor a stripper? <laughs> Love Melanie. Uh, so that was very cool. I'm going to get this put in a box or something, like a wow. shadow box or something. Yeah. If they hadn't let you on the plane with that, would you have just not come home? <clears throat> I don't know what I would have done, Wendy. It was a very, wow. I was very concerned. So, you know. Because um, would they have confiscated or would they just be like, no, nah, and like give it back to you so you can go mail it or something? I don't know. Because sometimes they just. I would take that if they really yeah. thought it was well, a weapon. It wasn't, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like they'd see that it's rubber. So right. they would probably say like, get out of here. Like scram clown, <laughs> what are you doing? Um but I think oh so so getting it there, Alex had a checked bag because she had to. She had all the stuff, and the going there, I checked. I carried on because I don't know if you've heard, but Air Canada into Toronto specifically was having a lot of issues with mm. luggage being lost and all that's kind of mm, bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not messing around. So I carried on, and so on the way home, I put I I checked my carry on luggage because I was like, there's no way I'm getting on a plane with this. So. Luckily, it made it back. No problems. I didn't get pulled out of the customs line. Um, so we did the the prop swap, and that was really fun. And then, you know, you just hit the ground running. Friday, I don't even, I can't even tell you what happened on what day because it's all big fucking blur. But, uh, Mel, uh, okay, I will tell you this. Emily Andrus, who, by the way, Jackie of Jackie and Buster did not, every time she saw Emily, she was like, hey, when are you going on Snap? Oh Jack is like harassing Emily oh Andrews. <laughs> and every time I saw, I saw Emily a couple of times, she signed the script and then I did a, a photo op with her. Uh, she's like, I know, I know, I'm coming on. I'm sorry. I'm like, look, it's okay. Like, don't feel pressure. I don't want you, if you're being harassed, like it's not, I'm not condoning it. Anyway, um, she did it. She debuted her new uh, it's a showrunner's lab, essentially. She, cause, you know, she does the writer's workshop, but this is something mm-hmm. different, and it's fantastic. She showed a bunch of, like, you know, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, including audition tapes that no one has ever seen before. I heard I about heard, that. Yeah. That. It's pretty I great. Seen that. Wow. Um, like, different characters reading 
who you know actors who we who would eventually be on the show reading for like for Winona and for uh, Nicole oh. especially. Mm-hmm. Um, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So it was a great it was a great workshop. I hope she does it again. I would do it every time. I would time. love to see that. Yeah. And then we was just it like called kind of, that was it the Emily After Dark. Emily After Dark. Oh, okay. Anders, like Anders After Dark. And okay. And you know at one point. Uh, you know, she put on an episode and just kind of like scene by scene, like, oh, this is what happened here. Wow. We wanted to do that, but we can do that. It was just really a fascinating um, insight into how hmm. how a show is made and how she does her job. And cool, I think it was the highlight of the weekend for me. It was it was just great. Yeah, good panel, right up your alley. It really is, man. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, good panels, good moderators. Um, did not get an autograph from Dom. It was really difficult. Like there's these, mm-hmm. uh, it was a raffle. So anything for Dom was a raffle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got a, a photo op with Dom. So that was cool. Oh, nice. Um, didn't get an auto. That's fine. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I got some stuff I wanted them to sign. It's not a big deal. Um, trying to think of highlights. It was just so much fun. And just, you know, after a day you go and you figure out what's for dinner and you go and you drink and you, you talk about your day yes, and you, you just do. be with our birds. And it was a lot of fun. A lot of great snob tarts out there, guys. We had, I met some new snob tarts oh, that I hadn't cool. met before. Everybody was like, where's Sarah and Wendy? Where's Sarah and Wendy? So <laughs> you were missed. Thank you. Uh, what am I forgetting? That would have been fun to be there. I just, yeah. I'm out of days. I'm out of days. I can I only know, go to me places. It's tough. Um, what else happened? Melanie was very sweet. Talked to, uh, Michael Eklund for the first time. Mm. Uh, fascinating guy. Very sweet man. There was a great panel called Password, uh, Purgatory Password, hosted by a friend of the snob, Jen Tidwell. And it was Mel and Tim versus Natalie and Michael. Uh, playing password and it was so much fun <laughs> it was a blast natalie and michael kicked tim and mel's ass uh and it was great it was fun to see natalie kind of come out of her shell a bit like she was just like super dialed in and into it and it was really fun um and it's the last one guys akon is is done wow mm. um i'm sure someone else will will you know pick up uh, uh the east coast north american con uh mantle maybe well EDE already announced their Buffalo. That's true. That's true. July twenty. So maybe we'll, somebody will pick up the West Coast. <laughs> we we would yeah. love a. I would love a West Coast Herbcon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what else happened? So much. It's just a flurry. Um. Mel, Tim, Michael, Natalie. It was good times, guys. Yeah. It was good. Did times. you meet Casey? I- I met Casey. Finally got to meet Casey of the Why Not podcast. She's a delight. <laughs> She's so fun and sweet. Um, and it, that that that's another highlight. Nice. Uh, and Kelly, who I mentioned, she uh, was a volunteer. At the end of the weekend, they give volunteers just a bunch of swag. And so Kelly picked up some stuff for you guys. Oh. So she got, so I got to meet the writers. The writers had a auto table. Ooh. So these are all the writers. Cool. And also I've talked to uh, Kristen Hanley, who's the script coordinator 
Um, she's going to come on the snop. We're trying to oh, figure awesome. out a day for that, but that's going nice. to be great. She's, she's That'll be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's got so much to tell. And then um, Kelly got one. Uh, you guys this. So this is a cool, <gasps> cool. Wall poster. Oh, <gasps> and then there's that's this one. Cool. Oh my the, gosh! It's the wedding. Oh, oh neat. <gasps> so uh, that's for you guys from Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Perfect. And yeah, I've got some photo ops that we can send out. Um, I'll, I'll I'll post them later. Some some really kind of fun stuff. Some awkward stuff because I'm always good for an awkward photo op. <laughs> Uh, we did another cat photo with Cat Burrell, myself, and Cat Moore. And oh, I Anne. saw that one. You that saw that one. one. <laughs> and she was where cats playing with a cat toy. Yes, yes, uh, that was fun. I didn't really see. I only saw Cat during photo ops. I didn't get mm. an auto with her. Another mm-hmm. sort of. It was Hunger Games, guys. It was hard to get. I bet it was hard yeah. to get autos. Um, but uh, uh, it was nice to just see her in passing. But anyway. It's weird that there's nothing, I mean, it's a year away, like, obviously ED is coming, but, like, it's just this, because this is the third con I've done this year, it's just sort of this traveling community, you know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. like, different place, but same people, same vibe. Um, It's it's so much fun, and, you know, it's, uh, there's definitely going to be, you know, feeling the loss of having that opportunity to go and Mm -hmm. see all of our friends and stuff, but. um, Yeah, I mean, I have anxiety, I only got to, to go to one to EDE and yeah. then now they're done so exactly. I feel I wish there was some more I'm sure more it. a pop up yeah there's an I mean there's a, there's a need for it right like people are always going to yeah. do it so and hopefully uh, I mean the cast will do some other conventions together maybe I mean there's well there's Herber Fan Fusion that's true uh, UK that's right? right that sounds kind of fun and Mel and Tim do smaller multi-fandom cons and Emily they just did that Raleigh con Mm-hmm. and cat too so yeah the, i mean there'll be times there'll be places to see them and and reasons for people to get together and hang out so that's not going anywhere i don't think yeah so there and we go. have xena convention coming up that's right we just right want to hang out xena what are we doing are we doing anything with them do you guys book uh-huh. us no you guys have I mean, a movie no. coming out you anything going <laughs> <laughs> Put that on your list, on your uh, your alarm notification. November, <laughs> November, will be here for you now. Oh my god, it really is. Be here. Yeah, weekend before Thanksgiving. Oof, mm. it's gonna get here quick. I need to get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't have a ticket. It doesn't it's not gonna sell out, right? No, I, I don't think it. so. Okay. Nah. Um, Creation the, will never the gold stop ticket tickets. or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah of course. I think it they'll never like, fire code. Eh, just keep on coming in. <laughs> Squish them in. <laughs> I might look into staying down there just because. Yeah, it, I think that would be fun. Marriott LAX. LAX. Right? Oh, God. I know. Why can't it be Burbank? Why do I they love know. that fucking hotel? Well, I think they didn't have an opportunity oh. to get back into the one here. Oh. Um, but it uh, looks like, okay, they may still have to, uh, hotel rooms online. They jacked up the price by 20 The cheaper ones are gone, but for $20 more, you can still get one. Oh, it's not bad. We All got right. time. We okay. got time. All right. Well, big news. People are loving this show. League of their own. People going crazy about it. I, heard, I saw on Twitter somebody called it prestige lesbian oh, television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
so we're we're gonna talk about the first three episodes. It's you know, uh, Terry, you've already watched the whole thing, and I know most I people have seen the whole thing, but um, yes. I haven't. You can't I've cover all of it at once. No, There's too much. I watched five ep- five episodes the f- the day it came out, and then I finished the last three the next day. Holy, loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better as it goes too. I'm digging it so far, for sure. Should we just talk about each uh, the first three episodes a um, little bit? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Now, Wendy, right. you and I saw this first episode at the screening. Yes. Um, um, yeah, we went and saw it with some of the cast, and Rosie O'Donnell was there, and we they showed us the first two episodes, which I've rewatched on mm-hmm. TV because it always feels weird watching, you know, in the middle of a big theater. And totally. I just wanted to see them on the small screen. And I, I liked, I enjoyed seeing them, uh, you know, again, just for things that I'd forgotten. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was fun. And it, and it looked like uh, it was going to be good. And apparently it is. Yeah. People are enjoying it. I've, I like you've I've only watched three. I mean, I could have watched more, but I thought if we're talking about three, I want to be able to talk about them with without knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. So, and we will and be it, talking about spoilers. So, if anybody yeah. has not seen it, if you, you haven't already skip. watched the whole thing, right? <laughs> and yeah, if you exactly. haven't watched any, then. Exactly. And to no one's surprise, it got review bombed when it first right. debuted by all the haters. Who uh, I'm just baffled by this. A lot, you know, a lot of them, you know, basically said, "I want this isn't a league of their own." They just are making the 40s gay. That's not how it was in the 40s with the League of Their Own. Like, people don't know that fucking lesbians existed in the 40s, especially on a fucking baseball team. Go figure. You know, I think, here's the thing. If they hadn't called it League of Their Own and brought back people like, hey, I love the movie. I want to watch the show. Mm. I don't don't think if they had just called it something totally different and said, hey, we love the movie. We want to do our own thing. Called it a different thing. I don't think you would have gotten the backlash. I mean, as much. You probably have still gotten some. But I think people were tuning in because, like, they didn't really promote the gay part of it very much at all i mean I, even even after the first two we watched i was like oh maybe this is more gay than i thought it was gonna be like i thought that would be a part of it but it's like a big part of it it's like it is it you know someone and described she, it as l word in the 40s right. <laughs> kind of things that's amazing <laughs> and a lot Abby of different the, things the screening even said i wanted to make the gay league of their own so i think if it had just been called something else and not brought back like so many like people watching it thinking they were just gonna, gonna get a be, tv yeah. version of that yeah. movie it wouldn't like, the, the backlash wouldn't have been so bad, but maybe. I think like that, they but, just would have named know. it Gay League of Their Own. I mean, maybe that would <laughs> that would have put worked. the expectations, <laughs> yeah. you know, within the right parameters. <laughs> League of Their Own with Lady Kissing. Mm-hmm. That's what they should call me. <laughs> Ladies of Their Own. You know, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, first episode right off the bat, you get a little homage to the original film because uh, Carson Shaw Shaw uh, is running to catch the bus, throwing her luggage on like they did in League of Their Own, where they're like, you know, you, they get up to the door and then they throw the luggage on, they kind of fall back. Then they get back up and throw another piece. And that immediately was like a yeah. callback to the movie. Yeah. And there's a really uh, great scene where she kind of bumps into some people that she knows and like she's been yeah. running and her bra's out. And they're like, <laughs> your bra? Did you see? You know your bra? You know, it's horrifying. But it's cute. Nightmare. So she basically mm-hmm. lies and tells him, oh, yeah, I'll see you later at church or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'm be bring, there. I'm bringing the macaroni salad. <laughs> uh, so yeah. she gets on the bus, heads off to oh, the Chicago. Train. Really I cool like how, train. Yeah. 
the cool train, she changes. I like how this uh, review I'm reading calls it her baseball onesie, which it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's, she's, uh, gets off the train. She in Chicago, Chicago immediately sees two other obvious baseball players because they're wearing caps and wink, you know, wink, sort of baseball uniforms. players, baseball yeah. players. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Dress like tennis the menace yeah uh, <laughs> and that Joey, is uh and greta yeah. and uh and it, it to me this was the rosie and madonna of <laughs> their own yep um so to speak um and uh, could they have they, picked an actress that looked more like rosie o'donnell i'm sure they i think tried. her face look her mannerisms and her i mean that's what i thought i just thought wow really going for it going for the rosy thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> <laughs> uh that actor's name is do 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 um melanie field i mean i i liked her a lot yeah, i'm just saying great. like i was yeah. like oh wow i was almost enamored by it so yeah so they're obviously heading to the field themselves right. so she kind of tag wants to tag along with them mm-hmm. yeah they let her tag along she follows them to Bakerfield, which is just nothing but women playing ball. <laughs> women in their sports onesies, diving for balls, hitting mm-hmm. balls, just everywhere. Everywhere baseball mm. women. And it's it's the greatest thing they've ever seen. Field of dreams, as Field I like to call it. Field of dreams for the ladies. <laughs> Field of lady dreams. Um, you know, uh, they, they, keep calling, they keep calling Carson, like, talking about how she's from the farm she's like i'm not from a farm like they keep referring to that like she's a farm girl then all of a sudden she hits the ball and it's awesome and greta gives a look like oh you're all of a sudden more attractive to me now (laughs) really hard um we also meet max and clance talk about fan favorites man oh yeah clance Clance is awesome max Mm -hmm. is very cool um clance steals every scene that she's in yes i think yes oh yeah she does um She's so, and also a writer on the show. She's right. the and actress British. Is also a writer. And British. What? She's yes. British? She's yes. British. What? I know. And a comic fan on the show. Like her character, I love how her character loves Wonder Woman, a comic fan, you know? Yeah, it's so awesome. Good. Yes, that was really cool throughout. And she's an artist. Mm-hmm. She loves comics and she draws comics. Very cool. And she's best friends with Max, who they're both African-American. So Max wants to play ball. She just wants to play some baseball. And the yeah. coach is like, do you not see all the white women? You're not going to play on this team because that's a big thing. Like they, she can't play on that team. There's, you know, still all the discrimination and segregation. And like, you're not getting on this team, even though she throws the baseball and obviously is as more talented, probably anyone else on the field. Yeah. She's got a great but, arm. Um, so, uh, you know, so that's, that's kind of, that's the other story. So I yes. really like how this, the show kind of splits it up into these two separate stories because essentially you're living two different lives mm-hmm. um, when, you know, one, you can basically, I mean, even as women in that era, especially you had a lot of limitations. Um, but then even more so if you're a black woman and mm-hmm. I really liked how they, you know, they had obviously some crossover, but really it didn't feel necessary that they didn't barely even see a lot of each other for, for a lot mm-hmm. of their stories. You know, mm-hmm. there's just a little bit of crossover, but after that main first part, we're on the, they're on the field together and they tell Max to, to get out of here. Um, but beyond that, it's, it's totally, I mean, it's, 
I don't even want to say it's a B story. It's just the other story. It's just totally. two stories being told, you know, and you kind of get to see two different sides of things. Um, and having not ha- having only seen the first three episodes, the Max Max could have her own show. Oh yeah, like that like yeah. her it's, her side of this it could it's be a its completely. Own show. I think I heard it described essentially like it's she has her own um supporting characters her own her mm. own world like well, you her know, own that's world too, is fine right. i love her mom and clients yeah. and all the yeah you the get to meet everybody they don't just make it like oh you just get to see a little bit of her right. here and there it's like no she you're seeing almost i think more of her life than you than you do with carson's right. really her home yeah, you know personal life yeah. her personal life home and life. yeah i think it's it's really i, I mean i loved her side of the story as well, much or maybe a little more watching well. that it doesn't it feel does. like two separate shows it doesn't and feel nice, disjointed yeah, it feels exactly. really so well done that mm-hmm. i was just really enjoying it and it's not like they'd switch one or i was like oh i wish there was i could see more right. of the other it was just like well balanced so well balanced the way they did it and the thing is with carson's story like you have carson's story intertwined with all the other players with the coach with the baseball with the you know and but max's story is max's story so mm-hmm. they can devote more time to just her story and then the, the clance gets storylines too so yeah. it's like you're kind of delving into the world of two people on this side of it and the other side you've got a whole you know team and the coach and the you know so there's more to cover where you can get more into details of the lives of max and clance I would think. Um, yeah. But I'm yeah, so glad they did that because they yeah, were just, again, move. scene stealers, just everything. Mm-hmm. It felt so genuine between them. Their their friendship chemistry is off the charts. Yeah. It's, it feels genuine. Mm-hmm. So they leave. They go home because Max isn't getting on the team. Um, and then uh, we get uh, Carson needs to write a letter to her husband. Uh, yeah. And she starts <laughs> trying to write. Uh and then Greta walks in says, you need to cut your hair. You look like a farm girl. And of course, it's not like any sort of salon that you go to. It's like a caressing of the hair. It's just <laughs> sort of seductive little uh-huh. pulling the hair and stroking He's like, I want to see your face. Hair. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'm she, like, is she even cutting the hair? Like, when is the hair cutting happening? Bit. She yeah. can just like finally cut a bit. Too farmy. Yeah. Too farmy. Uh, yeah, but I like how me. then she she tells her to close her eyes because she's going to spritz her or something, and she sneaks a peek at the letter, which says you, something like "You deserve better." I'm I'm not. Well, you know, I forget what it said. What did it say? It was like basically, oh, uh, saying that you know. Did she say like I'm not who you think I am, or I'm not, I'm not who you think I'm I am. not good enough for you, or right. you deserve better? Kind of like I'm not. Mm. Eh. And then Car- Greta calls her out because. Um, her husband, she got a letter saying her husband was coming home from war. And so Greta's like, you got a letter from your husband saying he's returning to war. And your impulse was to pack up all your stuff because I'm going to play baseball. And uh, it's like, yeah. So um, so Car- Greta knows something. Yeah, they're saying how this girl's yeah. got some things going on. Um, so she, But then, you know, she admits she read the letter. She admits she read it. Yeah, she's um, like, I read your letter. <laughs> by the way, I did read your letter. Uh, and um, so then uh, she tells her, you know, you're not running away. You're running towards something. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That's then they get super wasted. Right? That's when they get wasted. Is that isn't when it that, happens? Isn't that the night when they get wasted? I feel like is that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, we got to write I your husband back. Is. We got to write something good back to him. Yeah, and they get all. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, uh, 
they they get all drunk and she writes a whole bunch of stuff in this letter and they go down the of course the also gay uh, concierge at the right. hotel is um, like they're I need a letter and a stamp and a pen and, a pen. <laughs> and then they like run off and he's like I'm so not into women she's like, oh, no. <laughs> that's cute so, yeah uh, and so she mails this letter and then she has no recollection of what the letter said. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. by the way, they find out the next morning they all are peaches. Like all of our main characters that we've seen are on the peaches, which right. Rockford peaches, where this is where Max and Clarence live, is Rockford, conveniently. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good thing they do. Then um, we go back to Max, uh, who, like I said, is in Rockford. And uh, one of her storylines is how her mother owns a beauty salon. And she helps out in the beauty salon, even though, you know, I don't know that she wants to, but she does because it's her mama. Um, she missed, she went to baseball tryouts. She gets, she had, and I love the women that go to the salon too. Oh, so like funny. they're funny. Like they're, mm-hmm. you know, the typical, like the two little characters that come in and make funny comments about mm-hmm. stuff going on, but they're <laughs> awesome. And I love them. Um, so they, she's like, I went to a concert who played. She's like saying people, oh, what did they yeah. play? She's like, her. uh, she didn't know any of the songs. And the yeah. woman's trying to help her out mouthing a song. It's like, All right, mom, right. I went to the baseball tryouts. Yeah. Her mom knows. Her mom knows, man. Mom's That's because know. Clance's blabbermouth husband <laughs> came down and spilled the beans without really, because he's easily yeah. intimidated. He's a really funny <laughs> character. I like him. Great casting all Mama around. Mama doesn't like mm-hmm. it. Mama doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, anywho, um, they. So, but the next, the next night, uh, the Peaches now in Rockford decide they got to find a bar. They got to find a bar. So they go to the same bar that Max and Clance go to that same evening because Clance's husband, Guy, is a cook. So mm-hmm. they're allowed to drink for free. So, um, but anyway, so they all show up at the same bar. And uh, yeah, but let's be clear that Max and Clance are not allowed in the main bar area. No, they no, are no. only to stay That's in true. the back. That's and true. they do a great contrast of colors here that this picture that we're looking at reminds me of mm. that essentially they are told you know, of course you don't go where the customers are um but you can see where the customers are dancing having a time with the lives it's is nice this like warm. nice yellow warm mm-hmm. like fun you know and then in the you know in the back where everybody else is it's shot in this blue tones Very cold right cold light right so and again another little callback i think to the bar scene in league of their own yeah and, all dancing and yeah mm-hmm. and, and you get to see a bit more of max's personality because she's really pissed at guy clance's husband for spilling the beans she's like what the hell you know keep your mouth shut so they're having a, a fight right yeah. they're ha- and and clance or is basically like hey you need to calm down that's my husband this is his job and you get to see a little bit more of their dynamic friendship dynamic of mm-hmm. max kind of flying off the handle and clance kind of always being there to pick up the pieces or supporting her so it was kind of the, the start of a few of those moments that happened um and then we get gary remember gary gary he's a guy that clance keeps trying to set max oh, up with. yeah oh gary who plays the baseball poor for gary. the screws yeah poor gary yeah. <laughs> He plays for the screws. Gary's a waiter. He's like a server at the at the same club. This is a hopping club where a lot of people work. Yeah. Well, poor Gary. Some point, yeah. Missed all the dancing. Greta and Carson go have a seat, have a little chat, mm-hmm. and uh, Greta 
leads Carson back out into the shed behind the restaurant, down an alleyway, <laughs> takes her to a shed mm-hmm. randomly. Mm-hmm. But I like too. And okay. Um, so, and I don't know because I've only seen three, but like Greta's friend, Joe, uh, mm. Joey, is kind of kind of giving looks when she sees this side happening. eye. Yeah. Side Maybe. eye. So, Joe's like, oh no. Jealousy. Right. Maybe she knows what Greta's up to. I don't know. I, there's so many things that, you know, she's always given side eyes though. And I'm not far enough to know like what, where this goes. But anyway, so. It seems like she has feelings for Greta. See, there's the thing. I feel like that was my first thought. And then I also thought maybe she knows how Greta works and Greta's, she's like, she's going to screw over this girl because this hmm. is what Greta does. But I don't know because I haven't seen. But I or, feel like you're right. Feelings are probably because that's, maybe that's what too, it is. Maybe my thing is maybe that's just too obvious. Maybe you're right. Maybe there's a twist where she's like, be. Carson, I don't stay know. away. She's going to break your heart. She does right. I don't know. Does it or do Tara I? Tara knows. <laughs> Shut up. We'll see. So, we'll see. Uh, so they're 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 talking a little bit, and then uh, Carson Greta pulls Carson in and kisses her, and then Carson has this look like, "What is happening? What is happening?" Boom! I'm going back in for more. Mm-hmm. And man, here's where we see Greta. She pushes, kind of, kind of stops the kiss, and just looks at her and says, "I thought so," and just mm. leaves her behind. Mm. Walks away. Typical. And then. Of course, there's uh, someone else out there watching all this. It's Max. Ooh. It's Max. She and, saw uh, everything. She saw everything. Oh, no. And then to further uh, make it a dick move of sorts, <laughs> uh, Greta then leaves with a soldier. And, uh, you know, and Tara's like, you hardly even know this guy. She's like, I'll be, he's like, I'm going to go show him the sights. She's like, you just got here. You don't know the sights. I'll figure it, you know, I'll figure it out. And she just walks off with some dude just screwing with Carson. And of course, again, there's Max who's like, yeah, it's all cool. I don't, don't worry about the gay smooch. It's like, I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good with it. Um, and I like, I like Max's confidence. Carson says like, you know, you got, you got a good arm. She's like, I know. She's like, I know mm-hmm. I'm good. I know I'm good. Nobody give me a chance, mm-hmm. but I know I'm good. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, we get, we've got the story set up and, uh, you know, gay stuff happening. We got the other storyline <laughs> happening. Very gay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's all in the first episode. Where yeah. will this all go? How about episode two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a, you know, a natural place for it to go. Interesting, <laughs> interesting start sense. to season, uh, to episode two, because as Carson's dreaming, her oh. husband's back. What? Oh. And Greta's there. What? And they just all have a little impromptu threesome in her bed. Is that two or three? I think that's three. Perhaps I skipped a page. Cut that. Episode yep. two. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Episode two. That's a t- called a tease, people. <laughs> That's the definition of a tease. <laughs> Max is out doing some pitching uh, to pre- pretend pitching where she sees mm-hmm. like, you know, old player or pro players that aren't really there. And she's yep. like throwing yep. pitches at them. And she, she th- practices uh, on the wall behind her, yeah. her mom's Against salon. Wall. Yeah, she just throws it against a cement wall. Um, she's got a hell of an arm. Mm-hmm. Got a great arm. The wall's all fucked up. It's really fucked up. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't like crumbled time. a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see. So what happens? So she's like doing that, and this is when she goes to see the the screws play, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. 
That's Rockford right. Screws from the Screw Rockford Factory. Screws. I love that. Screw Factory has their own baseball team, and Gary's on it. Good thing. <laughs> and everybody's teasing him that, oh, that's your woman. Gary. That's his woman. Poor Gary. I know, right? Gary's a nice pawn. guy. He's he a doesn't know. Yeah. Max, <laughs> Max wants to play because, you know, oh, and he thinks she's there to see him, and she just walks, oh, Max no, walks right Gary. by him to the coach and says, you need me on this team. Your pitcher oh. ain't got it, and I can pitch Ouch. better than him, and I should be on this team. He's like, Hey, I got no problem with that, but you've got to have a job at the factory to be on this team. And you don't have a job at the factory because, of course, or and then she finds out they're only hiring uh, black men, no black women yet. And that's a new um, thing because they're only letting yeah. black men work there because of the new. war and they need bodies, as we'll learn later. And plenty of white women are being hired. Oh, yeah. White women are being hired. Mm -hmm. They don't want anything to do with Max. Mm -mm. Um, Bitches. Meanwhile, the, the peaches get their new uniforms, which they're disappointed in because they don't realize they're iconic from the movie. They <laughs> right. not know that. They don't get if that. I How do they not know uniform, that? I'd be very excited. But they I didn't mean, I don't wear skirts, awesome but I'd wear that uniform. So, you know, yeah. they're pretty ungrateful about it. Yeah, right. like, come on, guys. Dude, those, those are, are great the, uniforms. They their own uniforms. Yeah. How do they not know this? Yeah. But anyway, they don't like them because <laughs> they're wearing skirts. And these weren't women that wear skirts. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but they're cute. They're cute uniforms, honestly. And yeah. I think you should all go to a con wearing. They them. are really cute. <laughs> would I would. I do I mean, it. There's a good looking uniform. Do you know how many yeah, men are going to be dressing in these outfits at like costumes and it's cosplay so good. and stuff because they're awesome. Yeah. Um, but they they meet their coach, Dave Porter, quote mm. King of the Fork Ball. Mm -hmm. Who I'm okay. So he walks. No, in, his Aukerman. name's Ron Swanson. Oh, that's true. <laughs> mm, okay, but he's playing a character. Yeah. Oh, okay. Named He's it, also yeah. the Dove. Right? Sorry, Dove Porter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, he had a short career in the majors. Uh, and I wondered because you know Tom Hanks was like a drunk who needed another chance. And I'm like, okay, what's this guy's deal? Because he doesn't seem drunk. Yeah. But he's very. He's kind of like got platitudes and like weird, random, inspirational saying, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but he comes in and he's a, again like a a player that's known from the majors, so it's a big deal. And Carson's mm -hmm. very excited about the fact that. Her dad was a big fan of his, and she was a big fan of his, and everything, and gets him to sign a baseball, and um, but uh, yeah, so but you know there's going to be something up with him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this so, fork ball. He's all about the fork ball. <laughs> Loves the fork ball. So the the they're out practicing, and uh, and they they find out they have a game tomorrow, and they haven't even practiced yet, so they're going out for their first practice, and the owners are out there like us oh, and going to work, and there's already articles about. This is just a horrible idea. And they've got a woman there who's going to teach them how to be ladies because there's the big thing. We don't, we <laughs> don't care if you're good at baseball. We be good at baseball, but yeah. more importantly, be women. Look and she's like, like a big business mogul. And she's right. kind of cool. I mean, yeah. she's like no nonsense. But yes, yeah, she own, owns some kind of like fashion and jewelry yeah, empire. Cosmetics, so. maybe. Cosmetics. Yeah, sounds right. So they got, they got an image thing yeah. to work on um, mm -hmm. with these with these women's. Uh, you a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, good old Max is going to apply for the job at the factory. Yeah. And the women are like, uh, yeah, we have no openings. We're, we don't have. And she's like, well, what are all these women here with the applications? Like, oh, that's a volunteer thing to support whatever. Like a sewing like, project. Sewing project. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not hiring. And this other lady, she's like, I, I just, you know. I want to fill out the application. Like, I don't have a pen. And her friend's like, I have a pen. And her friend's get her like, she's like, uh, I had a pen. Don't anymore. <laughs> so they're very, not even trying to like, no. they're, bitch they're, pen. they're just not, mm -hmm. doing it, you know, and your hands, like your hands are all man hands. They're not suited for the delicate nature of our work. And it's just, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, 
basically they're not going to hire regardless. No. Um, so back, back to practice. It's a little tension between Carson and Greta because, mm-hmm. you know, they had a kiss and now Carson's kind of giving her silent treatment, but she's oh, still staring at her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Greta, uh, she's just acting like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. Right. No yeah, kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greta's uh, being Greta, being a play. Yeah. <laughs> Greta got to be Greta. Yeah. Um, so there's that, 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 there it is growing there. Um, but uh, then we go, we start having our training, our training to be women. Yeah, not training goals. for the baseball, but no. training to be, That's more important to be to ladies. Exactly. Ladies. Yeah. Priorities. And they have these makeover time little models in the uniforms, uh, which again, they had a scene like this in look, uh, mm-hmm. the film. Look at those, the pictures here. How great is that picture with the four different uniforms behind yeah. there? Yeah. I see a Comic Con. I didn't uh, say I'm down for cosplay it. coming. <laughs> I am down for it. Uh, and uh, so they, it, you know, again, they're getting criticized for their looks. They have to curtsy. They have to be ladylike. One girl gets basically removed. She's not. Yeah. She, she can't cut it. She's never to be and seen then, again. Uh, I could tell the- there was something. I was like, oh, this, she's doomed. Cause like she, she was getting some lines and mm-hmm, having fun. Right. I, like, I don't recognize you. Yep. You're a guest star. You're oh. out of here. And they pulled her out of line for not mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. feminine enough. Like, oh, well, it's a pretty good guest star role, but see ya. Yeah, but she's gone. Bye. Sadly. She gone. Took, took her on the back and shot her. And yeah. then they, they see this. Oh, yeah, probably. They, uh, Sorry, they, they see one of their other <laughs> players about to get the same treatment. She doesn't have any makeup on. She looks awkward. She's the, to me, she's the Kate McKinnon clone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. And, um, she's a Canadian. So they go uh, save her. And Canadian, that's Jess what McCready. it is. She plays mm-hmm. Jess McCready. Um, so they, they go and save her because they're like, oh, she just doesn't have her makeup on because she was helping us put our makeup on. And they whisk her away. It's like, well, tell her to get her makeup on. So they yeah. save her they save from, being, mm-hmm. from being shot. Banned. From the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So and then uh, yeah, so they're they're just basically trying to get them to not look gay. Is what mm-hmm. Greta says. They're not. They just making sure that we don't look like a bunch of queers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they uh, yeah, trying to get them to all look pretty and girly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just it's it's the you know demasculate the ma- what's the word masculization the. Mm-hmm. De- Making them more look more feminine. Also, there's a lot of little things in here. As far as Esty, who uh, is, they make a comment from, she's from Mexico. Then you right. have Lupe, who's from, oh, was it Guadalajara? Cuba? I can't remember. Maybe. No, I, I can't know. remember. But they are white passing, right? So they're essentially, they're told already, essentially, don't talk to the press. Just don't, mm. don't talk. You know, right. like you're, yeah, exactly. Um, you can be here, and then they even tell one other, uh, Shirley that she looks too Semitic, and yeah. that you know they're trying. So they're really trying to to do a lot with these makeovers white, and white really just white, yeah, completely whitewash everything. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. So there's, God forbid, there's. It's supposed to be Jewish. a light scene, but really, you know, it's it's not supposed to be a light it's scene. Dark. It's supposed to be disturbing. Yeah, definitely exactly. a darker version of the film for sure. Yeah. Some dark on right. film scene. Um, so then uh, we go back to Max and they're in the beauty salon and uh, somebody mm-hmm. comes in wanting their hair mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's back in town for the church revival. Because okay. her yeah. husband's the reverend, right? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Turner. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Turner. I think we're going to see Mrs. Turner later. 
I think she might have a past friendship with Max there. This is Ed Turner. This is Ed Turner. So, anywho, um, Clance comes in. Okay, then there's this whole story. Clance. Oh my God, this is so funny. Needs crabs. She's having her first chicken house. Needs <laughs> crabs. I get As a married crabs. woman, she wants to get her hair all done up. She wants to get crabs. So they go to get. She's trying to crabs. impress it has her husband. Crabs because it's yeah, a crab crawl. Crabs, right. It's fancy. She's trying to impress crab her oil. husband's family. Right. This is yeah. like her big like coming out. Like this, right. I can take care of your your son. Right. I. They're recently married. Yeah. They're kind so of judgy. A, so she's proving it. She needs yeah. these crabs. Yeah. Someone yeah. has to give her crabs. So she goes to get the crabs. And the dodo had sold the crabs to the wrong person, so she he, she has prawns. Like these are prawns, and then they try to do take the prawns and and switch them out with the guy with the crabs, and then the prawns all fall on the ground. So then they go to get the crabs, and it's for a funeral, and they sneak into the funeral, and she goes back into the kitchen, and the crabs are already boiled, so they're oh. ruined. So then like, they have like one choice: reveal, like no. Yeah, and she's all crying, and somebody else comes in. I know, honey. I know. I miss her too. And thinking that she's crying over the dead person. So good. So they have to go to Schwartz's Market, which is expensive and racist. And right. so, mm-hmm. but yet they'll do it for their friends. So they, Max, they go, and the guy at the uh, the counter just flat out ignores them, mm-hmm. and. They he won't even acknowledge that they're there wanting crabs. Right, even um, though they're saying, "Sir, sir, yeah, sir, excuse sir, me, sir." Yeah, yeah. Oh, and this. like he's he's talking to the white women who are there mm-hmm. who, who weren't mm-hmm. there first. So clearly, this guy's a racist. So, like everybody else around that time in that area. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. <right. laughs> uh, so Clance is just devastated and goes back to the car, and she's so upset, and and then she's like, "We still need to get your dress and your hair." She's like, "I just wanted the crabs." So Max says. Suck it. I'm going to go back in there and go this get these such crabs. Such a cool moment of like. Such a cool moment. She realizes and how important this really is to Clance. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, Carson's there. Um, and they're ordering. And then he, the guy turns to, to Carson to ask what she wants. And then Max Looking says, right past Max. <laughs> right. Max says, mm-hmm. I was here first. And then says, Carson backs up like, yes. She, you know, they, you know acknowledge her. So he's yeah. like, oh, what do you want? And uh, Max Max gets her crabs, and her friend's so excited. And uh, Max she saves gets the day. crabs thanks to Carson. Thanks mm-hmm. to Carson mm-hmm. saying, you know, being a not douchey person, and yeah, well, you know. and I mean, not that she's a douchey person like that anyway, but she does know that Max has a little something over mm, her as well. True, right? So no, I think true. at that point it can't all be. And I think that was almost implied a little bit, like, oh, that's that, per-, you know, like I think you know she's not a racist at least not to the extent of everybody else there right mm-hmm. you know as we learn even through the next episode but we you know there's definitely still that that nervousness like she's not she's gonna, she's gonna do everything she can to yeah. make sure max is happy you know <laughs> right right yeah um they have the crab boil and then yeah, the crab oil, which turns out to it looks like a quite a success. Yeah, um, Max is Gar- dancing with Gary and uh, her there. parents. Gary, yeah, of course he is. Gary, uh, Gary. so glad to see her. <laughs> Maybe she'd want to hang out. Max's parents are excited, like they're dancing together, and they're like, like oh, "Who is with good Gary? Woman. Look how cute they are." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Max is hitting up Gary to get a factory job. So saying, uh, you know, she's actually she's going to put in as Max, not Maxine. 
so she can trick him into thinking she's a dude mm-hmm. and get a yeah. job because they'll never Gary, notice a pawn yet again for gary for gary oh he's convinced yeah. gary with her womanly wiles to <laughs> doesn't take much man gary's no. kind of mm, yeah a little dim <laughs> <laughs> um peaches play their first game and they lose but not bad one to nothing Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. just couldn't get any good hits. Yeah. But they've got the typical bozos. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they have horrible, like, I feel like the commentator was saying random things that, uh, oh, the, first of all, they said, they decided to say that Lupe was from Spain because it yeah. goes down a little easier than Mexico. You know, it's like, they're, they're just definitely trying to, you know, and they like, caliente. You know, it's like very, oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Terrible. They're just, and Greta's trying, man. She's winking, she's waving, she's flirting, she's doing the things. But then she gets these hecklers and, you know, heckling her. Mm. And, like, um, hey, honey, why don't you come over here and sit in my lap? Yeah. Kind of junk. Man. I got and, a uh, ball for you right here. So infuriating. <laughs> you can handle my ball. <laughs> but, Only one, though. I had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. She, uh, but she takes it. She deals with it. She doesn't get a hit. She strikes out, but whatever. And then mm. she backs out, and then Joe, buddy Joe, Joey gets up, and they start harassing her, saying, hey, maybe you've lost a few pounds. And that's when she yells at him and, and goes off on him. Mm. And um, and afterwards, uh, well, then the coach goes over and, and talks to him or talks to, you know. And um, you think, okay, he's, he's settling things down. And, uh, and then after the game, uh, Carson, or Greta's told by the – Madam Vivian, who's the one who's teaching them to be ladies, like, mm. you're a bit much. If you could be a little sweeter, a little less. Mm-hmm. And Greta gets very upset by this. And I feel like she's been told this a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I think she thinks she was doing everything right, being ladylike, being flirty, being winky. Even, you know, she's upset about the men in the stands, but then the lady shows up and she turns around. She's like, I always got that smile, whether she means it or not. Right. And then just to be told, yeah, yeah, you're a little bit much. You need dial to it you know, calm it, dial it, dial it back. Um, well, you calm down and smile more. There Basically, you go. These women at every turn are, are being told, don't be yourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Be, some, be something else and people will like you better. And then even Carson. And then she sees their coach talking to the dude, signing a baseball form saying, you know, yeah, see what I mean, guys? It, it goes down a little easier if you just know it's a joke. So then she learns that the coach doesn't take this seriously, that he right. sees them, sees this league as a joke. And that's how he's like, dudes, don't harass them, man. They're just... Yeah these lady, these girls out here right. for amusement. It's a joke. All yeah. right, just leave nobody, them alone. Nobody's taking this seriously. Nobody takes it seriously. So they that's how she he calmed them down was by just telling them it was it's a joke. And so that now they she knows they're a joke to the coach. Mm-hmm. And um so she goes and consoles Greta. <laughs> how does that go? And saying that, you know, maybe this is all too good to be true. And then mm. of course uh, Greta says, you know they don't get to tell us whether or not this is real. They can tell us everything else that we have to do and what is real and what's not. But this feeling of playing baseball, what we're doing, this is us. This is real. So, boom. That was good. That was yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then Max. Oh. Max is back at the beauty salon. Mm. Or she's going to meet someone at the beauty salon. Mm-hmm. Who is it? It's Mrs. Turner. Mm. And Turner. and when Mrs. Turner gets there, uh, she says, oh, thank you for seeing me for my late night hair appointment. And then she cuts her hair. <laughs> no, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> she gives her a perm. They actually put their mouths together and do oh. some kissing. 
them's oh, kissing? Oh, okay. They did Max some said, is that what that is? I'll turn her. <laughs> and then she did. Mm. I don't remember that part. She sure did. Yeah. They had their own church revival mm, in the know. salon. I know yeah. what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, do we kind of see that coming with Max and Mrs. Turner? Because the, they had that moment in the salon that was a little I didn't. telegraphing. I mean, they kind of did, but I still was a little bit surprised. I definitely I was surprised, but it was like there's something going on between those two. But I don't know if it was good or bad. It was like maybe she's like no something. I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it at the time, but then when the, at the end of the episode, I was like, uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Onward and upward. Okay. Episode three. Episode three. Now this is the one that starts <laughs> with the fake threesome because she's dreaming. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, so they, yes, she's obviously conflicted and is uh, dreaming about these things. Um, but she wakes up to she Shirley, which I like Shirley. She's very like, there's a lot of anxiety or whatever nervous. Yeah, but she, kinda, yeah. she makes me, I like the side characters. The side characters mm-hmm. are pretty funny um but yeah uh so she has to um she carson decides to call charlie to find out if he got the letter um charlie calls get in touch I with him there charlie calls her right he, he does mm-hmm. at some point but does he oh, call no, her there right. she's trying to yeah. call you're right she's, she's trying, trying to call she's him. in line for the phone he's in ireland like, on a vacation yeah, yeah, yeah. you right you're right right yeah so uh, she doesn't get him, but uh, but what? How did that happen? Like, did he? Was that because he ne- actually essentially never did come home? He he said he went to. He extended his his like leave. a vacation before he goes home. Oh, okay. But it's weird. Maybe we're jumping ahead. But then he yeah. go when you see him, he goes into like an infirmary, like a right. hospital. Like well, he's clearly not in there? Ireland, or he is, but he's on. in a, a hospital there. Yeah, he's, Something's going on with Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. she does talk to him then. She Eventually. Says she Eventually. finally gets him this on the on I think the, it's later. Because he yeah. I think he ends up calling her, doesn't he? Maybe I'm Oh wait. Uh, yeah, he does call her. No, it says, yeah, it does say when he she finally gets him on the thing. He's he's not in he says he's in Ireland, but he's in a army infirmary. Yeah, but I so. think what it is, she has in previous episodes tried to call him. Like she's they've yeah. already showed the line. But in this episode, she he actually gets, actually gets a hold of yeah they Got they it. actually get to speak um and basically she yeah asks him hey did you i'm so sorry did you get the letter what about the letter and he's like oh uh what letter yeah like he didn't get it mm. i'm in ireland and this and that you know um yeah right. and then at that point we see the Maybe camera he's gay too. Who knows? is oh, with him so. <laughs> is with him and yeah he walks to some kind of hospital you know at that point you don't know like what the context is there. Yeah, because yeah, he looks definitely... okay. He's not like limping or anything, but no, there's something right, going on. Right. Yeah. Right. <sighs> so yeah, more mystery with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so Max, however, deci- she gets her chance. She gets a, a job as Max at the factory and <laughs> puts her hair up in a little hat and uh, you know. Oh wait, actually, but this is after having her. <laughs> love scene with mm. mrs turner she's mm-hmm. got her own thing going on oh, she does. um yeah she's having a little thing there and when they're done with they're doing uh 
she dresses up like a dude to get to the factory and mrs turner's like hey okay yeah well max asked her like hey if i put my hair up like this could i pass as a guy you know and uh she says you know you look too soft to be a man to look like a man um, and she's right right <laughs> yeah, yeah. No and then she says, i'm not soft and miss turner says oh i'd say you are a stud no, so no. yeah Mrs. Turner knows 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 what she's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is our first glimpse, and I I kind of caught on to this. And yes, I'm a little ahead, but I think at this point it was clear to me that Max had some curiosity about dressing in a more masculine mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and exploring yeah. the different ways she could sure. look Absolutely. and how someone would feel about that that she's intimate with. Okay. So I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to like at, at this point when I watched it, it, to me, it, occur, it occurred to me that that was her first kind of like, like, oh, this is a way I could be. And I kind of like it. Sure. A little bit. Also keeping in mind at this time, uh, it was essentially illegal to be gay. Oh yeah. And there was a law where if you had three pieces of clothing from the opposite gender, you could be arrested. Really? Yeah. So um, what she's doing is dangerous, mm-hmm. and she know. I'm assuming she understands the risks of doing it, even though she probably feels more comfortable in that kind of clothing. There were definitely risks uh, to to acting not like your gender, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Beyond just you know being the tomboy or being you know totally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they they would raid gay bars and arrest mm-hmm. people for wearing. Right, you know, or even mm-hmm. if you just were too close with living with one of your female friends and sure. seemed a little too close, a little queer. Yeah, exactly. Get in trouble. Wow. Then we go to church. Yes, go we do. Church. Let's go to church. Church is next. Uh, Carson, uh, not Carson, Clance. Clance is there. Everybody's <sighs> there. Max is handing out the programs. So Max is, you know, seems like mom's big in church and Max and Clance are there, but they're chatting as they do. And some lady's like, shh, 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 shh. Um, <laughs> you know, Clance is uh, worried about her mom finding out about Max's mom finding out what she's doing. And, um, and uh, it says, you know, Max sees the Mrs. Turner making eyes at her from up at the front of the church. Cause you know, preacher's wife. And Max is like, Mama doesn't notice everything. Mm-hmm. She's got a little thing going on. Of course, they're making it kind of obvious, but whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. being a little whatever. reckless there in the yeah. current times. So anyway, back to the peaches. Uh, peaches are not very good. They've got horrible tendons. They're getting paid, but they're like, yeah, how long are we going to get these paychecks? Because we suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is talking about what they're going to do with their money. But they're a little concerned because they're just not very good. Um they need to practice more. They're not practicing as much. So Carson decides to butter up the coach by making him a pie. And he's like just a jackass. He's like, yeah, pie for later. We're going to anytime anything Carson does try to help the team. He's like, if it's not my idea, you shut up, little lady. Go back. He's to almost up. cool. Like he. Yeah, almost. He could, but he, no. he could be a good guy. He could mm-hmm. be a good coach. I but feel like just hopefully he'll come around. Yeah. He's really oh, just yeah. hang, hanging on to so. that baseball you know, want to be big in baseball dream and uh, at any cost and taking all the glory. Yeah, he's got an ego. Yeah. Well, he does, he does like 
Lupe is his uh, sort of favorite, the pitcher. But he's like, she calls her like the Spanish striker, Margarita on the mound. You know, he's making all these nicknames, like these sort of racist nicknames for her. And he's pushing her. You know, her arm's starting to feel it because she's their ace. But uh, she's starting to kind of hurt because he's trying to throw that fork ball. Yeah, because he's fucking, like, you got to do the fork, fork ball. ball. Yeah, right? Bullshit. Um, and uh, even Carson asked Dove, uh, the coach, to uh, give her a little rest. And he says, yeah, I'm going to sit you. So he benches Carson instead. He makes mm-hmm. Joe run a bunch of laps when she tries to talk to him Jackass. about things. And he's just, uh, poor Loopy's just grinning it, grinning and bearing it. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. And she's almost mm-hmm. getting mad at the at the girls for right. trying to, to help her because they're making it worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but they decide that they're going to practice on their own. Yeah. So they start having their own workouts, and uh, which is good. And they get better. They don't invite Loopy because she's sort of, they think she's, <laughs> kind of two in with the coach i guess mm-hmm. um but they they start practicing on their own and uh of course greta and carson have a nice little moment where they're just lying in the grass they're growing and they'd closer. already had a decision like carson says can't we just be friends and do the things friends do which basically is not the kissing part just being friends mm-hmm. but of course which also means let's just lie in the grass and talk and, and look at each and, other and maybe flirt a little bit and like you do with friends mm-hmm. you know like there's a scene where you know i think Greta, when did they had a scene where like Greta was trying to slide and Carson tied her out or vice versa, and they kind of have that little look, you know? They're they're having yeah. all these looks, they're having all these flirtations, um, <laughs> yeah. And Joe's starting to get worried because saying Greta is not being careful, you know, as to her flirtations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe's definitely mm-hmm. noticing all this. Joe, Joe's yeah. getting, yeah. The looks continue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but hey, at least they're getting better at baseball, you know. But yeah, they, you know, and Carson's still fighting it. She's trying to push yeah. it away, the feelings, and I'm mm-hmm. not like you. I've got a husband, and mm-hmm. she's still hanging on to that. But yeah, because mm-hmm. they go make out again, and she, she pushes, eventually pushes Greta off, you know, after they make out. Sure. And, yeah, of course. and then I have a husband. <laughs> and then, by the way, uh, Dale Dickey, who plays sort of their uh, like chaperone for the team, tells Greta, there's a gentleman who wants to go out with you. Mm. I feel like they asked us something about him and he's like, well, he has a shirt and he's something <laughs> else. like, you know what? He's, he's good enough, but they have to have a chaperone and she can't go. Mm. So, uh, Carson and Shirley go as chaperones and my gosh, Carson's hating it. Carson's hating watching this I, flirty date. I've been there. I've been Carson. In this Haven't scenario. we all? Haven't we all? <laughs> it's the worst. I feel the pain. My um, God. And Greta's not helping. Shirley's loving it. Oh, Shirley's having a ball. Shirley's having the time of her life. She thinks it's the best day of her life. (laughs) And then Carson and Greta run off to the bathroom together, if you know what I mean. And um, and poor, Um, like, Shirley's like, I've never been alone with a man. You know, just, (laughs) I love Shirley. She's funny. Yeah. And they they call, yeah, Sarge. Sarge is the, what they call the chaperone. And I just really like her line about why she can't be the chaperone on her date. It's because... She's become indisposed menstrually. Here's the thing. That's How what I'm old- going to start. I'm going to start using that line. I'm going to call into work using that line. Indisposed. How old do we think Sarge is? <laughs> right. Well, is okay, so I'll say this. Her I feel something. like <laughs> right? the actress herself is uh, about 61. Mm-hmm. No. 
only 61. She was, she just has one of those faces. Look, she's been she's around always, a long time. Yeah. She's yeah, always, she's always had that look. Yeah. She was in X-Files too, back in the day. She was also in the, uh, true story of amazingly true story of two girls in love. This is one of those people that works all the time. Like yeah, her acting credit list has like 131 credits. I mean, the woman does great. everything. She's got a great character actress face, but yeah, she's 61. She's but still always, having. She's always like, looked that way. <laughs> poor lady. Please just. I, I hope your time of the month comes to an end at some point soon. But she's in her sixth. Like, come on. Yeah. And she looks in her 60s. At right. Least, it's so. not like she looks young and they're no. just trying. No. no. Like she looks. She looks in her 70s. <laughs> but. But hmm. she's indisposed menstrually. I don't know what that means. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but you know, at this anyway, date, that's fine. you know, Greta's like, dude, why are you acting like this? You're the one who uh, just wanted to be friends. Right. Like, why are you doing all these things? And Card's like, you want to say it makes me jealous? I have feelings for you. I do. And Greta's just like, finally. <laughs> that's the end of that. Um, it's still this, you know, just. Playing games, Brad. She just wanted to get her admitted. Although, obviously, you know, she, I guess, has some kind of feelings for Carson. But mm -hmm. she still kind of plays games with her a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll take us back for one moment. We missed where Max goes. And well, I thought, yeah, we got on a job. roll. So I thought then we could go back to oh, the Max good. stuff. Because we were kind of on a roll. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. So let's keep, go back keep, to Max. Oh, no, rolling. we're done with that. Let's go back to Max. Okay. We'll get back to them later. Uh, she gets a job. She's able to, um, she kind of is milling in the group of, of other men. Well, they... but it's basically, it gets her into the screw factory. It doesn't, since she's not really undercover very long, she gets no. called out almost immediately. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, basically, as she's trying to walk in the door. Yeah. Well, and the mean lady is there and is like, we yeah. can't right. hire her because, and he's That's like, I a need woman. somebody. I need yeah. somebody. Right. That's he when holds. he basically says, we just need bodies. We lost a lot of men in the war. We don't have enough people right now. We just need. Mm -hmm. So he's basically exactly. like, can you lift stuff? Can you, do you mind getting burned every once in a while? Cool. You're hired. hired. Exactly. Yeah. So she's in. And this is all so that she can play in the goddamn screw team. That's all she wants. <laughs> That's all she wants. She wants to play ball. So she's working nights uh, and working in her mom's salon during the day. Like, how, how, what could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. But she does get paired up at the screw factory with the pitcher of the cur of the screw team, which she has already embarrassed by basically saying yeah. that he sucks in front of the whole team. She so then she had to do shit. some some backtracking saying, you know what, I said just said those things because I'm jealous. Because you're better than me and I'm jealous. <laughs> and he actually teaches her some very valuable work skills. Yeah. He seems yeah. like he's he's like, okay, you're cool. You're jealous of me, then right. I like you. Yeah, right. Yeah. As long as you're you feel inferior to me, then <laughs> exactly. I can help you and mansplain how to do all these things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's doing a good job. She's all right. She's yeah. hanging in there. Yeah, um we don't actually see her on the team though, yeah, right? Like, you know. No, she hasn't <laughs> she hasn't even actually tried, you know. Okay. done anything yeah mm -mm. Done her she's tryout. doing a good job with her job though mm -hmm. um and uh but then she's so good that they're gonna mm -hmm. put her on the day shift and she's like what because no. they're like that's a that's a promotion it's a good thing to be on the day shift but she's got her uh, job at the you know hair salon at the day shift and plus i would imagine baseball games might get in the way i don't know but either way um and this pitcher guy was like basically 
she's the reason he's the reason she got the day gig because he liked having her yeah working that's right on her team with him. he's like mm-hmm. you're welcome like if he's done her this big favor mm-hmm. well she decides she's got to tell mama Oh, no. And unfortunately, right when she's going to tell Mama, uh, Mama decides to show her that she has added her name oh, to the sign in the beauty salon. Oh, boy. In, in neon. The neon in sign. In neon lights. No an expensive no, sign. Brutal. No, it's not like a or like a chalkboard. It's a neon <laughs> <No>. sign. <laughs> Nothing can't is more it. permanent than neon mm. signs. Um, For the town to see. Mm. And it's, I think she said it's like, it's the first black owned business to have a neon sign. This is very innovative. This is a big deal. And mm-hmm. Max is pretty torn up about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then later there's a scene that I really like. They're back at the revival. So there's this church revival that's going on. Mm-hmm. And her mom is up there talking about how oh, yeah. the good Lord uh, set her on this path to open it. And, you know, she even says earlier, the only reason she thinks she even got swan is because she applied, her name was Tony. And people assumed it was a man. So she's like, I still think they don't know whether a woman owns this business. <laughs> but so she's saying how the, the Lord guided her to open this beauty salon and guided her steps through all the things. And Max is just feeling it. And she runs out of the revival. And her mom comes to confront her or ask, see what's going on. And I love Max had this whole thing about how, Mama, he's pushing me too. Like, why do I have this gift if, if I'm not supposed, supposed to play baseball? And I feel like the Lord's pushing me to follow this gift and this path the way he pushed you. Think it, you know, what you think, yeah, mama, how are you going to argue that, honestly? But mm-hmm. mama just walks away. And then she tells her about the factory and all this stuff. And But mama, mama ain't hearing it right now. Mm-hmm. But I did like that moment where, you know, how that, how that came across. But I um, mean, she's, you know, she's speaking her mom's language here. That's like, right. Yeah. And thinks- mom's like, mom doesn't know what to say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you have, <laughs> how can you argue with that? Exactly. She can't, so she leaves. It's a silent anger, mm-hmm. which is really painful. It's so yeah. bad. Mm. It feels so bad. She's so you're so angry that you just don't even have any words. I know. For you. It's bad. By the way, mm. earlier at church, Clance had passed out, mm-hmm. and everybody's thinking she's pregnant, mm-hmm. and even uh, her husband, <laughs> uh, tells, guy, uh, guy tells. Uh, Max's dad that he thinks, you know, he's not ready, that she's pregnant. He's not ready. Why hadn't she even told me? And he gives him an egg. It's like, you practice <laughs> taking care of something by taking care of this egg. Guy's so cute. He's a and cute he's guy. like, when I, when I, we were about to have Max, I, I carried this egg and yeah. I took care of it. <laughs> and then we kind of learned later that she's just, he's just fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. Come on. Uh, but then you find out um, that She's not pregnant, but she got a letter that says guys got to report to the military. Mm. She's got to go you know, join the army. Mm. And she hid it because she doesn't want to go. And that's what's been freaking around. He's like, they come arrest people for not showing yeah. up. Like, how could you not show me this? Yeah, because he was like, because it says I'm supposed to report in three days. When did you get this letter? And she's like, a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fucked. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, you really feel it. That scene oh. was so good. Yeah, that's awful. And you just like, feel so their fear. You know, yeah. And, yeah, I love Terrible. them too. That they're like Tara said, like these, you know, Clance is getting her own story. Like they're, yeah. she's not just the sidekick. Like she's getting her no. story too, which I love. Um, yeah. So things aren't really good right now for Max and Clance, uh, but things are turning around for Carson because uh, Carson. This is where I think she eventually talked to, to Charlie, and where he tells her something like, "I want us to do things. I want us to be alive," and like kind of. 
embrace life and, and be awake and all this stuff. And I, I think maybe, you know, that he's in this infirmary, like he's seen friends die and maybe he's not injured, but maybe he just experienced because he's sitting there, there's an empty bed next to him. So it could have been, he just lost a friend, mm-hmm. something's going on. But of course, Carson hears all this and she's like, you're right. I need to be alive and live life. So she runs up to Greta and uh, I like how she runs in and there's other people in the room. So she's like, oh, I need you to come look at our rash. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so she pulls her back into this little whatever <laughs> shed thing that's by the house. And then they start a kissing. They go smooching. They start a kissing, smooching. So it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> and of course, everybody else a lot of people listening already knows what else happens, but Kat and I don't. No. Tara knows. We don't. Look at Tara. Tara's trying to be all cool. Oh. <laughs> Erica's spoiling it all. Easy right breezy. Now. Yeah. I feel like I've seen little things here and there, <laughs> like little things on you can't the read Twitter. Me. You can't read this face. Yeah, it's no. like a You're blank like a slate. Book. Yep. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's uh, great so far. Kat and I have left ourselves hanging there. We have. We're hanging. Um, I will tell you my one my one big complaint about this show. Uh-oh. And it has to do with the baseball that they play. Uh-huh. <laughs> Specifically, the baseball. Whenever mm-hmm. a ball is hit or thrown, spoilers, guys, it's not a real ball. Right. <laughs> I kind of noticed that, yeah. The, the yeah. visual effects of the ball is just not good. And the camera and... work they use to, like, follow the ball when it's, like, being caught or or yeah. thrown. And the technique that a lot of the, I mean, as a sporty person, that a lot of the people in the show are using to throw a ball. Yeah. It's distracting a little well, bit to me. I remember the actress who plays Max. Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> very awkward a little bit. <laughs> I remember at the screening, the actress who played Max, I think someone asked her if she'd had any baseball, like, you know, was she athletic? Did she have any experience playing baseball of any kind or softball? And she was like, mm, no. <laughs> so yeah. they're not, not they have, always have, hired for their athletic ability. That's true. And they have like, ba- they, I guess they've gone through baseball boot camp and they have one of the baseball uh, advisors is a uh, is a coach and she's coached many, many, many successful uh, female baseball players. But there's just something that you just can't fake. Right. Right. Um, and the ball's not helping them. Are, so are they just not throwing a real ball? Like, is that because that would make, make like it look. I feel like some have to, but then where the ball goes, I don't know. I bet I, there's some trickery. It's they just have to be the, holding a ball. When they're trying to make it look like, look how fast she can throw it or how right. hard it's thrown. Yeah. And it goes into the, it like follows it into the glove. Yeah. Some, it just looks off. Funny and then they have like kind of like a weird sound effect with it too. Like yeah. the, like a whoosh or a, like a, and then I, yeah, it just looks really fake, especially when Carson is, is catching. Mm. And they've in like, I mean, I understand why they're doing, my guess is they're doing it because it's saves so much time. Can you imagine having to like get the right shot and the ball's got to hit the right place? Like, oh, yeah. I understand it saves time, especially in TV world where you're always you're moving under fast. The gun. But also, that's I think the baseball in the movie is way more realistic because they were actually playing. Like, you, mm-hmm. they didn't. There's no way they had you know fake visual effects baseballs mm-hmm. around back then because it was the '90s and that was super expensive. Um, so the baseball in this in the show doesn't quite. Um, stack up to the movie 
Mm-hmm. And I no, really I wish they like could it's... let them just let them throw a fucking ball, yeah. like let them mm-hmm. hit a real ball. It would be nice to see, but mm-hmm. I understand why they, they aren't doing that. Right. Too much. Yeah. yeah. Too much to do in too little time. There you go. That's <gasps> it. It's good. Okay. I mean, apparently it gets even better because people are flipping out over it. People are show. losing their minds. Yeah. I'm really glad we went to the screen. I am really excited yeah, to review the next, well, the whole, all the next ones, next five. Okay. It gets better and better, Tara? Is what I think so. Right. I liked it to this point, but I started really loving it, like, five, six, seven, eight. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it will be fun to find out what everyone is talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will continue our watch of League of the Own. You get to watch uh, Wendy and I become delighted and surprised, I'm sure. <laughs> We're the only ones who don't know what's happening listening to this right now. Um, and uh, let's very quickly do a little nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. I need nerd news. So, sad news came out a few days before our Kiana Teresa interview dropped, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Kat Brown had to cancel her appearance at Fan Fusion UK. And we were pre-recorded that Kiana <laughs> interview. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a bummer. I feel bad for her. Yeah. She doesn't have her con buddy. Ugh. So tough. And it's tough. Who, Sophie, oh, the um, other yeah. Anne from Gentleman Jack, she yeah. canceled too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sir Anne sucks. is still going. Oh man, that's tough though when you got like a duo that you want to see right. and then half of the duo. I bet that's got to be really Rundle. tough for the conventions. Right. Because she, you know, you really like are selling that pair. Yeah. Totally. Especially like for photo ops and all that. That's a know, huge bummer. bummer. Mm-hmm. But it's because of work, which is great. And, right. you know, right. obviously we want Kat to work. And the more that, the more she does, the more um, reason we have her to come back on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it is a huge bummer. Uh, again, I just feel bad that. Kiana's not gonna have her, yeah, her wing woman. Yeah, oh, that would have been, you know, I mean, I'm sure what all the team Joey folks that are there will make sure to show her a good time. Yes, <laughs> but- yes. <laughs> <laughs> she will still have a blast, and yeah, I'm sure people are still super excited to go and to mm-hmm. see oh, yeah. one half of uh, Joey. Oh. It's always a risk with cons when you're buying, you know, yeah. going to see a particular person that they could 100%. end up having to back out for mm-hmm. work purposes or life purposes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All righty then. Is that a wrap on our show today? I think it is. A lot of league of their own. Mm-hmm. When are we going to start on our costumes? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to sew them by hand? Uh, probably not. I can't sew. You know my mama, he makes my own co- all my costumes. Oh, <laughs> adorable. Well, I can't sew. I'm um, sure we can find them on like Amazon or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fun. I'm looking it up actually right now <laughs> to see if there's League of Their Own. You know, oh, Rockford Peaches, Amazon.com. There it is. Nice. Already available. Probably have there for a while. Mm-hmm. Peaches walking around Clexicon next weekend. Oh, oh, you know there will be. I wonder if Clex is kind of like, damn, I wish we would. Would have known what a <laughs> I know what a phenomenon this was going to be. Seriously, scooped up some of those folks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can even get a, a whatever the yellow team was. 
like not the peaches. I guess the one that Kit ended up yeah playing for. The from the movie Racine. Racine, that's right. So you can get even a little one for your like a little uh, in onesie for your baby Adorable. of the. Coach Should I costume. get Charlie a peaches costume? Obviously. Oh my god! My goodness! You'd better. Dog. Let me type dog. See if there's one. <laughs> now. You'll have, to, oh, you'll have to convert a, a regular skirt. one. Oh my god. <laughs> Dirt and little <sighs> skirt. All right. Well, how cute would that be when you throw like she's chasing the ball? Oh my in her god. Uniform. <gasps> yeah. Like, okay. I gotta look need, on Charlie Etsy. Charlie doesn't need visual look effect. Look on ball. Etsy. I bet on Etsy no. someone can has or can make one of those. <laughs> All right, kids. Okay. <laughs> Where can you find more of this engaging chit chat? Well, Twitter. <laughs> you can see our t- tweets on Twitter. Uh, at Snot Podcast with one D. We're on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. You can go to SheNerdsOut.com. Uh, it's, it's your one-stop snop. You can also send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Woo! Okay, so for She Nerds Out, it's like, you're out, but we're going to do it. She Nerds Out! You're out! Get out so of there! You're out! Sounds the same, but it was... <laughs> Yeah, exactly the same. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. People, people know. They'll know. It was implied. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>